Quick story, it's Christmas Eve. I didn't get some of the audio until too late. I am not at home, I don't have my notes. So this is gonna be a rough edit and you get to listen to it. If you're listening to this, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to just hear how bad we are. Um, yep, if you don't hear this, well, I re-uploaded it. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Merry Christmas. It's our holiday episode. It's very festive. What are we doing for the holidays? If you're listening to this Christmas morning, I seriously question your priorities. <laughs> well, we know who won't be listening to it Christmas morning. Neil. Santa Claus. He'll be, ti- he'll be tired. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. Neil, how many episodes have you listened to out of our whole 39 previous episodes? Maybe eight. That's what you know, that's higher been. than that's higher than I thought. Yeah, that's a maybe. I, I've listened. I've begun at eight. Um, maybe not finished eight. Okay, well, keep working on it. But today, they get better. Today's the day <laughs> we are going to finally talk about the queue. So at this point, if you guys haven't finished the queue and you want to wait on that, I would just stop this episode right now. Stop. But if you have finished it, we're going to get started. We have with us today the librarian, my arch rival, <laughs> the biggest pain in my side as a podcaster, Why? and also a great contributor <laughs> to a very nice our social introduction media. there. <laughs> well, actually, okay. Let's, you know, I, I, Neil, I just Neil? met her about five minutes ago. I don't know much about her. If you want to kick it off and introduce her, Marty, go ahead. Neil, Neil, I'm happy that we're not the number one thorn in his side for this podcast. Yeah, I think that goes You guys saying. are rather dull. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, we do have a library. My coworker who works literally 20 feet away from me yeah. uh, during the day. And uh, we get a lot of banter and often contributes more than you guys realize outside of just commenting on Twitter. Um, she is a librarian. She's very worldly in books, but up, puts up with me on a daily basis. So uh, without further ado, Sarah, the librarian. Hi. <laughs> hey, so I just want to know, you work with Marty, you see him every day, <laughs> and you see him on Wednesdays or Thursdays or Friday, whenever you listen to the podcast. What's the stupidest thing Marty said that you had to make sure he that you heard him say on the podcast so far? Like, what have you come into work just like, can't believe he said that and let him know? No, usually I come in complaining about you. <laughs> okay. What about, what about me? See, this is why we're fighting. What are we complaining about now? Because you give everybody a hard time. <laughs> I don't give anyone a hard Especially time. Especially Marty. <laughs> and, and Neil's all just chill and like low key and keeps everybody grounded. <laughs> okay, I'll take I'll take right. that. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, I give people a hard time sometimes. <laughs> Someone has to do it, but we do appreciate you being on here to talk about the queue. So, uh, a couple episodes back, I don't know, twenty episodes back, I don't, I really don't know. We decided we're going to do a book club, and we have no idea what it's going to look like still. But we did finish reading a book, so. Those at home, if you want to clap, this is the time to do it. We finished a book. <laughs> we finished something, <laughs> and it didn't take months. Okay, when did you finish it, Marty? Uh, what time is it? 
It's about uh, five nineteen. What time about is two it? Two hours ago. Two hours about ago. Two hours ago, Marty finished this the twenty third of December when he was like, Hey, let's have it done before the end of November. I got it done. Okay. And you but he also finished Jedi Fallen Order today. So coincidence? Mm. I finished it uh Saturday, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, big coincidence. So Marty, if if Sarah wasn't our guest, would you have finished it? Because you'd obviously planned that, so you kind of had you had to do it. And it does sound no. like you left it to the last minute. No, no, for the no. listeners, Sarah is shaking her head <laughs> yeah. vigorously side to side at the moment. No, and we'll we'll get into it. Um, okay. Uh, th- I mean, those of you that that uh, listened last week, I I was on my way to. Spokane, which is a three-hour drive, so that means three hours back, or three hours up, three hours back. So that's six hours in the car. My plan was to listen to it in the audio, uh, on the on the way up there, and I had just about four hours, so I would have you know two hours of music listening. Uh, I hated this book. Hold, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> wow, <laughs> talk about straight to the to the final I, I analysis there. <laughs> So I asked them before this, do we want to just give thumbs up, thumbs down, move on? And then Marty was like, yep. But I think we, the book deserves a little bit more than that. Yeah, I, I, I so, sure. I just want to say that listening to this book as an audible in the car was dangerous for me to have on the road because it was putting me to sleep. Why don't you just adjust the temperature, open the window? Why don't you actually oh, sleep I did. before you I go did. on a ride? Like. I did Look, all of this, and you I can't was, blame the book. I left Walla Walla to go to Spokane at about two in the in the afternoon on Friday. So I'm like wide awake. I'm every. I got like caffeine. I got stuff. I have things to munch on, and it was a drag. I I have you have you ever just been on a road trip and not listened to anything? Yeah, it's really boring. Yeah, but it's totally doable. You yeah, don't just fall asleep. No, it's it's, it's very doable, and I would have rather have done that than to continue <laughs> to listen to that book. So, are you saying this was a very soothing experience for you? It was grating. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! It was the times right, Marty, that tried. We Marty's know soul. how you feel. We know how you feel. <laughs> but we have Sarah here who has suggested the book. So, first off, why did you suggest this book to us? Well, let's see. I was going to give you three choices, but then I decided Oh, hold on. To... You, gave, you yes. came up with a list like 25. No, 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 no. There were four kept choices. Going. <laughs> four this choices. was a point where I didn't know how to use Twitter, and I still don't. But I, you know, I, they're still out there somewhere, all these suggestions. I appreciate them, but come on. But, but we, we did... Um, in... Sorry, just we did go through three or four, right? And we, we picked right. this one. Mm-hmm. I remember saying... I, this is my disclaimer... I also used this last week. I said no to this one, but you guys overrode me. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So you're wanting to know why I put this in the list? Yeah, in the list. Okay. Um, truthfully, it was one of the recent adult books that I've read because I read a lot of young adult because of my job. <laughs> we did a quiz on Harry Potter. Yes. That is right up our speed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next uh, okay. time, all YA. You'll hate it. You know, it. that's funny, though. <laughs> funny, though, that you mentioned that. Uh, another of our listeners, Meredith, she had talked to me saying she's starting to read it. And she's like, you know what? It feels good to be reading something that's, you know, not a kid's book. Uh, she has a 
she has a daughter, so she's always reading kids' books, right? So mm. you're you're not the first one to say that. You're not necessarily just always reading kids' book, but first thing that you've read that's not towards or not meant for kids in a while. So okay. So how many times have you read this book? Twice. Whoa. We got a hero over here. <laughs> As Marty but would I say. only read it twice because you guys chose it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So ha- you had read it before you suggested it, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then you read it again after we chose it. Yes. All right. Okay. So how many times did you read it, Neil? Or did you just get through it once? Just once, yeah. Okay. I, I still got to that one and a third. About the time where I was a third back into it on the second read through and Marty still hadn't started it, I gave up. I didn't think today was actually going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, we know how Marty feels about it. I, I, I guess. I, there, there, are, there are things that I do like and I can appreciate about the book. Yeah. But that book hurt. Okay, it hurt so my soul. <laughs> for those listening right now, they don't really know much about it if they haven't read it. So, who wants to give a brief synopsis on what's going on? I nominate the librarian. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> well, I have to pull this up, otherwise. You read it oh, twice. I read it you twice. Know. I know. <laughs> it's you know, I read it like three months ago, so I don't remember anything. Wait, we we only came up with this in November. <laughs> was it just? November? It was like the it was beginning like of November. November. Okay, but still. Well, it's okay. Marty I'm found make a mark. like five different books called the Q. Yes, I did. He okay. was going to read the wrong one. Oh, I... no! Actually, it was one of my one of my great ideas was to um, when I my first two hours of listening to it, where I was just going insane. <laughs> uh, I was like, I got back home, and I was like, all right. I'm going to look on Wikipedia, just make sure, like, kind of read the plot synopsis to make sure I'm following along with what's going on to, like, if I didn't, like, drift off and I just know what's going on. Looked up to Wikipedia. There is no Wikipedia thing for this. There is no SparkNotes. There's nothing really? on this book. Yeah. No, you want to huh. know why? Because it's relatively new. Yes, and it's foreign. And it's foreign. Okay. Yeah, so it's translated yeah, so into English. We read a translated <laughs> yeah. version. So, okay. anywho, in my reading up on the queue or trying to find the queue, I found this other book also called the queue, which is a classic about a bunch of people standing in line looking for materials or something that they don't know what they're standing in line to buy, but they know if they, if they by standing in line, they're going to get whatever is being sold. And they, if they miss the line, then they are not going to get it for sure. So, they have to stand in line. So it's kind of like this catch 22 um, written in the backdrop of Soviet Russia and everything <laughs> and, and communism. And I was like, this sounds delightful. And it's a comedy and it's, it's considered a literary classic uh, written in 1972. And I was like, I hate this book so much. I'm going to stop reading this and I'm going to pick up this other book and I'm going to read this. And when we talk about it, we're going to, I'm going to be <laughs> in juxtaposition. And I thought that'd be hysterical. <laughs> Alas, I forgot to buy the book. Okay. Well, <laughs> so this one is on the opposite side of the coin. You're standing in line because you need to get something. You need to get forms signed. Um, yeah. What was it? The disgraceful event. Yes. Was the there, there's big... a disgraceful event before yes. that 
led to the rise of this basically government entity. Uh, you have the gate, right? Yes. And they control everything, and they start controlling more and more. Um, Orswellian, um, nineteen eighty four kind of government. Did you say Orswellian? Yeah. Orswellian. Isn't it Orwellian? Yeah. Orwellian, whatever. Either way, it works. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a dystopian kind of look, but it's based on recent events in the Middle East as well um, with, yeah. with some of the uprisings, the Arab Spring, right? Yeah, some of the reviewers were comparing it to that, and they called it, um, where did it go? Totalitarian absurdity. Mm-hmm. Absurdity definitely fits. Um, okay. So. Oh, oh, I don't know. I guess it kind of struck with me because I'm on the public loan school forgiveness, public service loan forgiveness plan. And I had to fill out a form four times to actually get checked off for the year. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's just like the queue. I am again waiting in line <laughs> to get that's, this check checked off. <laughs> right. Normal bureaucratic processes. Yeah. And yeah. you, you <laughs> find them in, everywhere in society. Right. You know. And that's within. one of the things I appreciated about this book. It hits that point really well. Yeah. Yeah. So this this book is broken up into what? Is it six parts? Six chapters, yes. Six, yeah, six you, chapters. You counted I did. multiple times. <laughs> well, that and he just finished it today. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, but but every chapter it starts with uh, part of a document from a medical file of this guy, and you follow his story from basically you know kind of what happens during those disgraceful events, the uprising, to the end of the book. And it's kind of segmented that way. And I don't, I wasn't a big fan of that. I don't know. It just, it was hard for me to pay attention within every little aspect of what's going on, especially along the queue. Like the queue kind of has its own life or it started coming to life with different groups and different, you know, factions. And I just didn't care <laughs> at all. It was like its own little village. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, the gunshot wound kept getting worse and worse every chapter. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's going to die. And he When's never he did. he going to die? <laughs> or does he? <laughs> I don't know. The book just ended. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, no, I, I, thought, I thought he did. Didn't he? Uh, Neil? Um, did he die? That was kind of the... Um, that was essentially the enigma at the end, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that I was mean, the he, very he, end of the book, and and that because it's the medical file being updated as his condition worsens, and then yeah. it's no longer being updated. It, it, so I assume from it, that it doesn't spell it out a hundred percent, but it basically says yes, he he died, and and that's yeah. kind of the, the that was for me the um, bear in mind this book is um, there's a few characters, <laughs> and I would say that character is probably one of the more um, at least at least drives the plot because the the book does not particularly move very fast very slow book uh so you kind short of short book but it's, it's short slow. and slow but he is one of the characters where you're like what's going to happen to this guy and i was at least when i listened to the book i was at least thinking well um the end is going to be 
epic. There's gonna, that's <laughs> how this is gonna redeem itself. It's gonna come out of, it's gonna blow my mind. And alas, uh, that did not happen. Um, and yeah, that, but that was, I was expecting something more through that character's, um, you know, story. Uh, so yeah, but, uh, yes, did he die? I think he did die. Yeah. I mean, at a, again, just, just for our listeners, the at a high level the book was really just about people um standing in a queue waiting uh for a variety of um things um and those things were related to you know government documents um the right to do things so that they can just get on living their life and as the book progresses the queue grows and grows and grows until it's so it becomes this giant um like absolutely huge like buses will go from one end to the other um, and there are sections of the queue that essentially become their own, you know, sort of enclaves. And, uh, you know, it's um, following different characters and their specific uh, reasons for being in the queue. And it's weird because at first you'd sit there thinking, because being English, you know, I love, I love queuing. Um, and I'm good. At, <laughs> and I'm, I'm good at it. I'm good at queuing, right? We know how to queue. It's, we do. Um, is that is that like a class in primary school? That's just like a, a, a saying, man. That's it's one of the it's what people say about British people. We're good at queuing. Um, so when you go to Disneyland, you do not mind standing in queue. No, I hate it. I I don't like it, but I do it correctly because, for example, <laughs> the French are terrible at queuing and have absolutely total disregard for anyone's position in the queue. And we'll happily just jump. It's like just the way it is. They just jump in front of you. Other people jumping in. And like to me, that's, you know, that's just, that's no, no go. That's not happening. An um, Englishman taking a shot at a Frenchman. <laughs> tell me something new. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> but, what's, but, what's your best response to someone cutting you in line? I don't have a response. It's just, dude, lady or sir. Please go to the back of the queue, and from that point on, it's either they do it or or shit's gonna gonna get bad very quickly, unless they're a monstrous, you know, unless this is like the Hulk or something, which to me that's a lot. That's a lot of people, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have one. I've never gotten into a major altercation in a queue before. Like, You've never been in major altercation because, for the most part, people queue correctly, and it's not that big of a deal. They do. You're right. Um, and I don't live in France. I don't live in France, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. You moved as far away from yeah. there as you could. Yeah. Well, Neil, Neil did say something that people are in the queue to get on with their lives, um, but they're being held up because they're going there to get something that they need, whether it's citizenship or approval for medicine or anything like that. But they are stuck in line, so they can't advance their life, just like they can't advance the queue or in the well, queue. Just, because just, yeah, but bear they, in mind just for the listeners, so it's not that people don't leave the queue. The queue becomes this pervasive um, entity such that people will leave the queue and then they'll go back to their same spot in the queue. Um, but where at the beginning their lives are to go in the queue and get to the end, by the end of the book, their lives are the queue. You know, it becomes this, like, all they do is live in the queue. Right? They they even start building little mini businesses and coffee shops along and inside the queue. Religious, uh, what, there's, there's sermons that happen in the queue. Um, mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things that the queue becomes its own living force. And during the book, you know, as the reader... 
you know, the big reveal would be, or or not, the that the queue happened, that the gate at the front of the queue finally opens, and stuff happens, and that's kind of what you're always sort of wait. It's always dangling that carrot in front of you, um, but doesn't doesn't do that. Oh, you know, fine. Only it never opens. Never. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't open, which is the point, right? I, yeah. I guess. Um, right. You. I mean, you could argue that we're all in the queue sure. right now, right. and that we're waiting for the whatever metaphorical gate to allow us to progress with our lives. Yeah. Um, and, and abstractly and conceptually, it's fine, right? I mean, this kind of idea has been done in many forms before, um, and this is a decent one like the idea the way they did it i thought that was good um but the for me though and again lasmadi says it, it just it, it it dragged a little um and if your characters aren't engaging then it doesn't really matter how good your idea is um so that was the thing that did it for me there were there were good bits and there were interesting small segments of the book but yeah it was there was never a point personally at which I'm like, oh, I've got to, I've got to keep listening, or I've got to find out what happens next, because it's not one of those. It's not that type of book, right? It's not a what happens next kind of book. So, do you guys feel like these characters might not have been engaging because it's a translation? It's possible. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I do. I also think I the names, because the names are very foreign to 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 us as Western listeners. I had trouble remembering who was who, even when they're plainly reading the names out i was not fully like oh yeah i remember like they would say Uma Brook and stuff and it's like i don't remember which one that was you know what i mean and if you can't immediately mm-hmm. associate with a name then that kind of does you lose a lot i think at that point that's true yeah i i think part of it for me on that was with the characters i never got a good sense of their description of who they were what they look like to me um, so I, I didn't have a clear vision of who they were. And, and, and it, even if you did, you came back to listening to it three weeks later and forgot by then. <laughs> yeah. No. Which, although Marty, I will say that that the, the, the author didn't, did, didn't do that. That, that there was very little character description, which, mm-hmm. which was deliberate, I think, because I think the point was it wasn't, she deliberately wanted to make everybody somewhat ubiquitous or, and also, um, by not doing that, the focus was just more on the mundane, right? It was the menial tasks and the interactions and just the, it was just them going from place to place, drinking coffee, uh, getting something from the queue, meeting someone in the queue. It was kind of like humdrum daily, like la-di-da. And again, that's probably why it dragged. I think it was obviously deliberately done that way. Um, and again, the thing is, yeah, sorry, go on. No, I cut you off. That's fine. I was just going to say, it was obviously deliberate. And maybe the original, untranslated, you know, the original version put that across, you know, much more effectively. Yeah, because I think that really the only description you get from people are a little bit about why they're in the queue. That's about it. Yep. You, you, or, got, you got or very... Or you get a little bit... Go for it. Oh, right, go ahead. It's fine. I was going to say, you get very, you get much more vivid descriptions of droplets of blood in their clothing, in Yaya's uh, clothing from the blood, or from the gunshot wound. Like, you get vivid descriptions from that. 
Sure. And that you never get that out of any character of that I can recall at any point. I can't tell you what. Um, oh, who was the guard, the martyr? Uh, Yusef, was it his cousin that was in love? Yusef, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, can't tell you anything about him, but I can tell you that the, about the ringlets of blood and the underwear and it, like from uh, uh, like the underwear waistband from the blood or from the uh, gunshot in the abdomen. Like you get very vivid descriptions of like that, but nothing of the characters. And so. that might be because she. Um, was the Egypt's Ministry of Health and Nadim's Center of Rehabilitation for Victims of Torture. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh the, the author. Basma Abdelaziz? Mm-hmm. She has a BA yeah. in medicine, surgery, an MS in uh, neuropsychology, diploma, uh, diploma in sociology, and she worked for the, as the, for the General Secretariat of Mental Health in Egypt's Ministry of Health. She's cheating. She's looking it up I on am. the phone. I'm looking it up. <laughs> that, uh, that's fair. That's okay. Someone has to know what they're doing here, and it's not us three. <laughs> so, but no, uh, yes, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that because I, I remember reading about that back when you had first suggested the book, and we were going to go forward with it. I was I read a little bit about the author and found out oh she's not really uh she hasn't been writing most of her life. <clears throat> so, but. but she has won awards. And she's been touted as um, progressive in Egypt for women's writing and women's rights. And so, did did this one win an award? I don't know if it would have won an award here, but it was on NPR's. Um, I want to say best translated books. I think it was that list. Hmm. Okay. I think that's why I put it in my to read list. <laughs> so Sarah, you've you've said a, or you've heard a lot of what we've thought about the book, and you've heard specifically a lot of what I thought about this book. Um, Are you tired of hearing what he has to say? Oh, I last week I went on a tirade. It was pretty I, funny. I got English teachers, I got the principal involved, and I went off. She knows exactly how I feel about this book. Um, so Sarah, yes. The librarian. Yes. What are your thoughts on this book? I thought it was segmented. And yes, it was slow. But I could, I, it touched me with the whole, we have to get these check marks done in order to fulfill what we want done. And it's going to take forever. <laughs> it touched you how just, uh, Kind of being through that process. Yeah. Related. Okay. Related. I related, related to it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So but continue. It was, it, was, it was segmented. And I remember thinking at the end of it, that's the end. That there was no conclusion. <laughs> what yeah. What happened? did you write at the end? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it left you hanging. Yeah. You just finished it. left it. you hanging at the end for sure. Yeah. But what do you guys think he wrote? Well, the, and I want to agree with Neil, the thinking, because I was, I listened to the end, and I, as I listened to the end, I was like, that can't be it. <laughs> and I had to rewind it, and I re-listened to the second half of chapter six a second time. And the more that I think about it, I do remember now the change of tense in the medical file, and that 
is that uh, Tarek is no longer listed as a physician in the file, but that he becomes a part of the file because of what they were trying to set up and, and do to remove the bullet. And then there's the, the tense change of out of his life, he spent how many days in the queue mm-hmm. to which now looking back signifies that he did die or that he was taken by the government. So that's another subplot with, with, um, within the book about the gate is that it's a totalitarian and they're trying to uh, whitewash uh, history of the disgraceful events. And there's two disgraceful events. So they're trying to whitewash everything that's going on. And then as the queue grows, they're also trying to control the citizens and monitor them and various things of, of uh, audio listening devices and other things. And so then they start taking people and it's kind of ambiguous because like one person goes missing then what happens with this person? You don't know what's going on. But I think with that tense change, you do come to the conclusion that he has passed away. He but did. he could be, he could have been taken and that's why the file's closed. So um, as for what he wrote in there, I don't know. That's why it's kind of there. But um, yeah. the, the problem of the bullet in his abdomen that they've been trying to remove and the government says it doesn't exist. It's not there. That's a, it's like, well, it's gone. There's no more problem. So. So do you think the Q is the protagonist or the antagonist? Like the actual Q? Cause it's definitely a character in the book. I think. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. So I, the Q itself, I wouldn't put it as the antagonist, but I won't put it as the protagonist either. So I'd say it's the MacGuffin. Who is the protagonist? Because uh, there's random characters that we follow around. I would say it's I, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone struggles. To, you know, there's the point where Tarek doesn't want to help, but he knows he can't, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of goes through ebbs and flows of, I guess, the possibility of being a protagonist. But I, I just I don't get that real feel. I guess reading it. You just feel that there's the antagonist and it's against you and that's all there is. Right. Yeah, if I had to say, like, it feels as as like the antagonist because all of the characters uh, struggle against it. Um, but yeah, maybe that's another reason why it's a difficult book because when you put it, when you boil it down, it doesn't have a traditional protagonist or two or three or, or an antagonist it's just it's slice of life really it's a slice of life kind of i mean it's like um, it's so shitty it's pretty similar to what we go right. through. i mean it's not stream of consciousness but it's definitely like that sort of like victoria wolf or plath just like random thoughts random characters bits here bits there um so yeah that that's what makes it again not necessarily an easy an easy read um yeah not familiar right yeah just you know like but again slice of life like just looking at a little bit i mean a lot of it the other things too being a nit being like picky some of it just makes no logical sense and that kind of that graded me a little um the way they monitor the phone systems and it was this Mm -hmm. it had this weird um feel of a time 
past. It felt maybe 70s to me at times, but then it was clearly not 70s because it was layered in with technology, uh, cellular phones, things like that. So it, the characters felt uh, uh, um, anachronistic, but the world that they were in was some weird blend of of obviously modern life because and again it, it just annoyed me how they were all so placid as characters none of them it it makes no sense right it's a metaphor it's a book fine but still uh, you would expect more revolt more uprising more passion from the characters to you know overcome this injustice start to you know, Everyone just stands in line for, they really are the most English, <laughs> you know, <laughs> law abiding people that they'll be in a queue for months and just keep going as if this is normal, you know, and that obviously, again, I know it's a book, but little things like that kind of take me out of the, um, it's, they build little, lots of little pieces like that. They begin to compound and it's like, I begin to really dislike the characters. I'm just like, oh my God, these people drive me crazy. Yeah, anyway, that's fair. I so, just, I'm just rambling here, but random okay, thoughts well, come up. How, how about this? A little bit off on the book, but if there is a queue and people are waiting in it, yes, you'd be frustrated with them, but what business would you open, Neil, to serve the people of the queue? You, what, what do you mean open? Like to What business would I open to keep people in a queue yeah. for as long as humanly possible? So what would be the biggest draw that I could make people being a queue forever <laughs> is that what you mean or you mean no, like just, the tea shop no, oh you, you mean inside yeah, the queue what business would you yes yeah, yeah. It, it has to be a simple you know like they had in the thing coffees and pastries and you know um you know pr- primal needs basically food water stuff like that um ain't gonna be doing no yoga you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might help with the stress of waiting in the queue. Everyone's going to get sweaty and bump into each other. Maybe, but this is in some country with a hot sun. Like, isn't it? Could, I don't know. Like, it's a random it's a, Middle Eastern gonna, country. It, yeah, it doesn't specify where it's hot and sweaty. It sounds hot, but if it is Middle Eastern country, it's the same sun that we have. Marty. <laughs> yes, Andrew. Thank you for that scientific knowledge. <laughs> I just checked. Like, I don't know. It's it's winter here. Um, it's dark outside. How did you check? I want to know. Oh, I have a star chart by me. Oh, okay. Okay. Those are different suns, millions of miles away. <laughs> um. But no, good question. No, yeah, what, the I Middle don't know. East, it's it's closer to the equator. It's hotter, more desertish, more deadlight or uh, more daylight. So, Marty, you already established I was messing with you. Come on, <laughs> we get it. No. Okay, so this book. Who wants to read it again and see if we glean anything from it the second time? I've already read it twice. I'm out. What? <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that. But I mean, I'm not giving it. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I am not giving on, it a full on. thumbs down here. I'm not giving it a full, full on thumbs down. It had some saving aspects to it. It's definitely not an easy pick up book. Um, and again, the translation, for all we know, may have been rough. Um, so my point of my perspective on it is, it's not. I, I wouldn't want to do it again for sure. 
Um, but I don't regret reading it. It was still, it still had value. Like there was still interesting. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say off the hook. Would you read it again because you liked it, or be, would or would you not read it again because you liked it, or simply because you've read it twice? Like take the that you've read it twice. Like did you out. enjoy the book? And would that would you read it again because you enjoyed the book? Yes or no? I enjoyed it the first time. Okay. Out of five stars, I gave it three. And this is what you recommended to us? A three-star book? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. We, so everyone's rating system is different. Like, with, on my Untapped app on beers, I rate them between three and four. Like, every beer. <laughs> so, so, a book what, What's really, your rating scale? A book really has to be terrible for me to give it a two. Right. What's a one? And it definitely wasn't terrible. A one is I read three pages and just can't do it. <laughs> Has that happened to a book? before for you no okay so so there's a very wide gap between two and three for you yes what's okay. a four a four is i would read it again a give, three me, give is us I an example uh man wait let me open what i've just read <laughs> the, li- a list of, the line see, this is the difference between me and the librarian she has a list of what she just read and i have a list of beers i just drank <laughs> i know right? goodreads yes oh yeah no <laughs> You you don't want to know how long no. this list is. You don't. This is. <laughs> I do now. No. How long is it? No, 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 no. Although, just okay. to go back to Marty's point, you did suggest a book that, by your own confession, was a three. But you have a list as long as you are, mm. which I'm assuming has a bunch of books on that are better than a three. Yes. Yeah. But most of them are YA, and I was trying to give you adult books. Oh, that's why. Right. Okay. We, we <laughs> don't need adult school. books. I've never aged out of middle school. <laughs> Next time, all YA. I will give you all YA. <laughs> okay, uh, so here's a book I just finished. I gave four stars, but I wouldn't read it again. It's called "Let Me Hear a Rhyme" by Tiffany D. Jackson. So hold on, you what? just said a four star you would read again. <laughs> I know it all depends. It's very, it's very fluid. Oh, I, I, I do rate beers that I, 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 I like, but I wouldn't drink again. Or what if it's free and cold? That's not fair. That's, that's different. I have <laughs> never drunk a beer in my entire life that I wouldn't drink again. So hold on, that mm. doesn't mm. count. See, Stone, the Stone Brewery beers, they don't sit well with me. Like the Stone Arrogant Bastard, I can't have those. Like they just make me feel cruddy. So I know. Well, that I I can't drink those ones. Sure. So I uh, like that one. If it was free and cold, I I would I would give it a, a long pause and probably drink it. I I'd take it. <laughs> you could give it to me. There you go. That's fine. No, I uh, I I'm along the same lines of you, Neil. I enjoyed it for what it was, or you know, I appreciate it for what it was. I won't read it again. Not for a while. Um, but I, I just, I guess it didn't really, doesn't excite me enough to read again. You kind of get the theme and what they're trying to say right off the first read. Well, the plot doesn't flow very well or very fast. Yeah. Kind of like the so, cue. 
<laughs> Maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Andrew. Like, if I was an English teacher and I wanted to get my students to explore some of these ideas, I Don't might, th- I might throw this at them. You are. Don't you teach yoga? Yeah, but English. I said if I was an English. Yeah, teacher. but you are English. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Sure. <laughs> And you say my jokes are bad. Yeah, that was like wow. Really, really. I had to get one in before the end of the year. I have standards. That was don't you grab them off a calendar on the wall? I hear you flipping through them every time. It's okay. I have a new one for you this week, (laughs) and it's not off the calendar. Okay. But so continue, we, Neil, with you, if you were an English teacher. Yeah, if, if I was oh, an English sorry. teacher and this was one of the themes we were, we were working with, along with an, another two or three books, I might put this in there as part of the reading. Uh, for them, If they were doing a comparison of, you know, say, these kind of ideas, like these Orwellian, like 1984, monitoring, um, all these concepts and the, the metaphors, like it's rich in ideas but it's lacking in in its as Andrew says, not exciting. Um, but if you were to write about it, you could. There's in that. There's plenty there to write about and to discuss and compare with other works that have done it maybe better than this um, or differently to this. So that's kind of my take on it. Like, it's not a. It's just not a light book. Um, the subject matter, the pace is slow. The subject matter is frankly a little depressing, and it's you know it's of that ilk of of those kind of dystopias, a dystopian, you know, kind of uh, narrative. So that's my overall take. So if you're super into that, go for it, I say. But if, you, if you're if you not, then don't. So out of five stars, what do you give it, Neil? I'd also give it a three. Three? Yeah. What about you, Marty? Um, there are things I do like and can appreciate about it. Uh, like Neil, um, the totalitarian big brother government overreach, um, the concept of this story, I do find fascinating. Um, I, it, in that first two hour listen that I had, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I got the story. I, I appreciate the analogy. I get where this is going. I even talked with a librarian about this. Um, my complaint is the speed of which it moves, how it, moves and i do feel it doesn't move like the cue the line in the book itself which really drags it down um and that things other books have done it better and so um because of that i would not pick this up again but i would give it two out of five stars just because i can't appreciate some of the things that it does um and I, I will read Heart of Darkness. I will read the Divine Comedy. I will read a lot of, you know, I mean, granted, literary classics and old stuff that are also hard to get through. Heck, even Shakespeare. Beowulf. Will you read Beowulf? Yeah. No, Beowulf is <laughs> great. Uh, but like the Divine Comedy, I have a modern translations. Like, you know, in the old they're, English. They're all, they're all my old. Like Canterbury Tales. Heck yeah. Give me, give me some of that stuff. Um, but... And people find those very dry and everything, but this, this was uh, this was really, really dry. 
So uh, two stars so, for me. So we have a th- one. One if I couldn't appreciate any of the literary stuff that I just mentioned, that it does bring, and have some of that stuff, but um, brings it up a star for me. Hmm. Andrew, two and a half. That's it. Half so allowed. All together, we have eight and a half stars out of five. We recommend this to you guys, yeah. everyone listening. So just for our listeners, if you do look on Audible, um, the book gets an average of four out of five um, from about 30 votes. So we're Well, that's going to go down for me. <laughs> yeah, we're not necessarily the, the majority uh, or the the common opinion, but just, just saying. Yeah. Well, one, before we wrap up the queue here, one last question for Sarah. Yes. Have you played Rocket League? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. do, do you want to? She, <laughs> sure. She, she spends her time reading. We could teach you. Yeah. yeah there's, there's things we, we're looking for a third. <laughs> oh, rude. Oh, rude. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, that's that's the cue. So next time around, anyone listening, any suggestions on how we should go about our book club? Uh, I know I was thinking halfway through this discussion. I never tweeted out that we're going to do this today, so I didn't really give any heads up to anyone that does follow our social media. Yeah, so I uh, didn't tweet out about. Or we, you didn't put the tweet out about doing another live Kahoot, what they thought about that. Or doing a live Kahoot, not a live, another live one, because we haven't done one. Have so, you made the last one public? Uh, there are no. people that want to listen to it. I have Take the quiz. Um, so I need to <laughs> Who would want to take that quiz? I had teachers email me when he was gone, wanting to Sarah, take it. <laughs> how many Ewoks do you know? <laughs> Marty said he would put it up on what was it five yeah. days after the podcast. Which he is... also said he was going to do all the clothes challenge. He also said he was going to read this book before the end of November. Yeah, Marty. <laughs> he read the book. He did. That's fair. Uh, Marty, do you have a do you have an article? Uh, well, we got a few. Um, oh one. Uh, need one. Which. So there's a town in Virginia called Burlington, and uh, the mayor, in a week, has announced not one, not two, not three, but now their fourth police chief in the same week. How long are their weeks in Virginia? They're under the same sun, so seven days. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought they were under the Middle Eastern sun. No, 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 no. Uh, so what, what's going on is, uh, I believe the first one retired. The second one, turns out, had a Facebook account under a different name to interact with the public and made some not-so-nice remarks. And it was discovered, and so they were let go. A new police chief was named, who then promptly got fired for the same thing a few days later. What are these guys saying on Facebook? Uh, uh So this is a, a, a just a Facebook that they're talking shit on the internet? Yeah, but uh, not... 
in their official position, but through a fake account that they had made. Wait, what? Yeah. So the 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 first one who was hired to replace them um, then made some disparaging remarks about somebody with that fake account, and then it was can't it was brought to light, and so they let them go. They fired them. Then they promoted another one who also had fake Facebook accounts who did the same thing. And so they fired that person and now they're on their fourth chief of police. And this one has no interest to have the job permanently. And so they're going to be starting a nationwide search. So if you would like to be a police chief in Burlington, Virginia, I feel like there's a few steps. Don't, don't have fake Facebook accounts. One. Hold on, I can make a fake Facebook account right now. I'm not going to get fired for that. I. So I'm um, maybe what I'm not these listening remarks? properly. What are they saying? What is the? What there's more to this, right? What? What? Um, that's. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out exactly. The article is not saying that. Uh, what exactly they said? Also, it's a mystery. Yes. Maybe they don't like pineapple on pizza. So um, at the very bottom of this article, one of them says that uh, they she didn't actually ever use the account, but she set up the account over 10 years ago to monitor her daughter's Facebook activity um, without it looking like her. And then something that she... Dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, <laughs> Sounds sorry. Sounds like we need no, to wrap that's this awesome. up. <laughs> it's fine. Carry on. Um, Andrew can cut that out, right? I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too good. <laughs> so, um, being a, it, it's hard being a member of the police these days. Um, I I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, one of our uh, people that we know, Andrew and I know is a police officer. We have a lot of respect for him. He's a good guy. Um, and it's just with a lot of stuff going on with the news and police brutality and ac- accusations and such like that. Um, and it's really unfortunate that you see all the things that you're seeing in the news. I, I have an immense respect. It's a hard, difficult job and they're tasked with doing on the fly um, threat assessments and, and judgment calls. And it, like it's not a job that I I wanted to, and so I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but if you are upholding the law, you gotta have you gotta be a, kind of above board here. Um, and clearly, some of these police chiefs uh, appointed in Burlington were not being above board. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts about this? Four there's, police chiefs in a week. I mean, well, first off, there's awful people. In every part of society, regardless of what they do for work, you know, there's, there's awful people everywhere. There's also really great people too. So put that aside as far as I, I just have no idea what they're saying. You know, I don't understand the fake Facebook profile craze that's going on in Virginia here, but without knowing what they're saying, I, I, I can't have an opinion. I can't say it's right or wrong. You know, part of me says something that they're doing outside of work shouldn't affect them. But at the same part, if they're interacting with the public and they are saying something that's, you know, 
I don't know. So they it, interacted with the public uh, on this fake account and then also attacked on tw- on a fake Twitter account, attacked critics of the city. That's fine. So. I think it's a little sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. I call into question the hiring board. <laughs> That's true. Did they do their research? Well, no, it sounds like <laughs> they didn't have much to choose from now that it's nationwide. That's true. So At, least, know, I, at uh, least the article gets them you know, good publicity for the job. Oh, sorry, Vermont. Vermont. I I said the wrong place. Burlington, Vermont, not Virginia. Got to get my abbreviations right. I saw the V and just immediately went to Virginia because not a lot of people think about Vermont very often, do they? No, they don't. Mm Mm-mm. Sorry, sorry, Burlington, Virginia. (laughs) If we have any listeners out there in Burlington, Virginia... I'm sorry. So is that your article, Marty? That is my article. <laughs> Not going to lie. I um, I didn't look one up because I was trying to finish the book today. <laughs> you could have just said you didn't have an article. Priorities. What? I mean, you want to talk about the, the Italian mafia is now accepting gay mobsters? No, I mean, there's probably gay mobsters in there beforehand. But now, now they're accepting of them. Well, but now they're accepting of them. And they're... There's- and there's probably people within the organization that accepted them. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, what are your thoughts on Italian gay mobsters now? I kind, I kind of agree. Like, um, there were probably gay mobsters forever, but the accepting them part confuses me because it's not like you have a job application to join the mob, right? Oh, you didn't see them on the job board the other day, huh? No. I, I, I guess com. I'm too slow. <laughs> Indeed.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean, we 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 could talk about how we're not going to talk about Star Wars this episode. Not, yeah, I, I actually wrote a lot of notes on that. Oh, uh, good. I, I, I spent a lot of time today as well. Three, so this is why you didn't find an article. <laughs> three pages of things that I... That looks like four. Three pages that I have problems with and one page that I enjoyed. (laughs) Okay, well, here's Marty being negative again. Uh, Maybe next week, sometime within the next month, we're going to have our reactions to uh, the final final movie, the end of the Skywalker saga. So you guys can look forward to that. Um... As far as book club goes, let's think of another book and then not make a promise to read it in a month. I'm going to be the first one done. Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, writing that down. <laughs> so one thing, uh, uh, one idea we could have is just throwing it out there with a the book club is maybe we go round, we each get to pick each time. And you, so like Andrew, for example, you start and you say, you pick a book that you really enjoyed, and then me and Marty read it. You are can you, reread are you saying it. that we cut out awful suggestions like what the librarian had? Hey, I gave you um, three no. other perfectly excellent <laughs> suggestions. Really? What a couple of those you I do want to read. chose the bad one. <laughs> what were they rated on your scale? The other, the other three? Yes. Um, I really wanted to read that Tara Westover one, actually. Yeah, that one was a five. And educated, Whoa. educated was a five, and I would read it again and again. 
Why didn't you like hey, I kick me in the shin? I did. Like, no, you, you are did not. sitting by me right do not do have bruises. <laughs> the three of you voted, and you voted for the one that I threw in at the end. <laughs> well, okay, that's why you just don't throw in rando, okay? But, so, and uh, then the Manson family one, I I also rated a four or five, and then Robert Jordan's always a five. Of course, of course. <laughs> but if we were to start reading that. That would take Maybe. forever. Yeah. Marty would finish it in like three years. <laughs> if that. <laughs> have you read but, uh, any Robert Jordan? No. Oh, boy. I I I I have the first Game of Thrones queued up, ready next uh, on. That's different. I only read the first three Game of Thrones. I can't finish it. So actually in my Audible collection right now, I still have uh, Dan Brown's new book, Origin, to still finish or to actually start. And then uh, the first Game of Thrones book. Um to, to start so those are next up on my list and then i have a few star wars books um the Thr- new thrawn books to get through so i have a list of what i need yeah. to get through yeah it's gonna be a list for a long time but if we, we keep do adding books in between we added one so far but i want to say thank you to sarah the librarian for coming on even thank if you. i mean <laughs> And uh, if you guys have any suggestions for book club coming up, let us know. Also, give us your thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker, and we can share those. And I still don't think we've covered any updates from our social media in the past like month. Uh, we also, uh, Kahoot. If we want to do a Kahoot, we need A, if we should do it. B, also topic of Kahoot, of what you would enjoy. So um, hit us back on... Maybe I'll post that on the Facebook page, um, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, do whatever else on the on the Twitter. Um, so there you go. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll we'll talk again before the New Year, though. Will we? There, well, well, we got next week. Okay. Well, well if this is the only episode you listen to, Happy Happy New Year. Oh, the new that? the next episode will come out on the first of the year. Oh, see. All right, uh, we should we should let let Neil go eat. What's okay. for dinner, Neil? I have no idea. I did just get a message that it's getting cold, though. Oh, oh. you better go. Well, it's not sushi. Should, probably should run. So yeah, it's not sushi. All right, steak tartare. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you do you guys know what kind of music elves listen to? I'm sorry, I got dinner ready. I'll see you later. It's they listen to rap music, like gift rap. Get it? Oh my god. (laughs) All right.